Welcome you to Porch Talk. It's your host, Alan. We're down in Mobile, Alabama. It's been a big weekend, and I've got my buddy Abe Partridge here with me. Hey, Alan. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing wonderful. So it was a pretty big weekend for you. Uh, your art got installed, biggest uh, biggest art show of your art career so far. Yeah. Uh, where and how long was that going to be around? I, I believe the ending date is March 14th. Or no, excuse me, May 14th. And it is at the Alabama Contemporary Art Center in uh, downtown Mobile, right off Cathedral Square. I mean... Man, a lot has kind of changed with the way that you're doing art. Of, I mean, you're working the watercolors now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the one at Alabama Contemporary Art Center is all my and my and my same style I've been doing. But I've got a, a show right now uh, in conjunction with the show at the uh, at the Alabama Contemporary Art Center over at the University of South Alabama's Rodney Gallery, and they have my watercolors there. Yeah. That's cool, man. I know when uh, you were first sharing it out on social media with the Alabama Astronaut Club, man, I was like, man, cool. Yeah. Kind of new media. Yeah, man. What happened was is uh, it got really hot in July and August, and uh, I was, you know, trying to paint, and I paint outside because, the you know, I work with a tar, and it stinks, and it's, uh, you know, it's not, you don't want that stuff inside. It's really gross, and uh, it got so hot in July and August that. Uh, it got so hot in July and August that I started uh, coming inside. I couldn't take it no more, and I still had the itch to to paint something. I had some things I wanted to paint in my brain, and uh, my daughter had some watercolors and some inks, and so I started fooling around and. Yeah, it ended up, I don't know, it just kind of like, I just started doing it, and, uh, you know, the next thing you know, uh, other folks liked it, and so I was like, well, shoot, I'm just going to keep on going on it, you know. It's, it's something funny to me, and I've, I mean, just through doing this podcast, interviewing musicians and artists, is uh, I was reading this article this morning that um, a human artist is now suing, uh, suing AI Good. for imitating their art. Good. And uh, it's been a big discussion, like just yeah. hanging around Columbus Art Council and just talking with people about it. Is oh, like, yeah. do you consider AI art to be true art? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's and then you can have the argument with music. Well, if if you make beats and things off your computer, is that considered to be real? Well, not as real, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not a fan of the the AI and no man, I'm not with it. Me neither, dude. I'm not not into that stuff. It, it don't have any feel. Like when you when you're looking at like I don't know Van Gogh or what, whoever you're into, whether it's modern or going back a few years, it's you can look at that and it you can kind of feel the humanity in it. Yeah, AI, it's just it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right. There's no there's no soul behind the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you think about, like, with a child, you know, you know what they're into, especially if they like to draw because they'll they'll draw it over and over again until yeah. they get good at it, and you can kind of, you can see the heart behind it. So, like, I'm very happy about that, and I hope it gets shut down. It's, I don't, I'm not into the 
all the AI uh, and stuff. Know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't foresee it probably getting shut down. It would be nice, but uh, I think what I think it's like nuclear weapons. I think that once they enter the world, then they are here to stay. And they don't leave. Yeah, and it, and then the world just has to uh, try to uh, figure out a way to live with the new threat. And uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to go anywhere because it exists. Yeah, you know, it's like nuclear weapons. They exist, and there's nothing we can do about it. You know, you could you could take all of them throw them out in the in outer space somewhere and the, the knowledge of how to make them is still here yeah. somebody some nefarious person at some point will build them again it was like the mind behind making it I mean he mourned the fact that he did it because he's yeah. end of his life he realized what he did yeah, yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't a plus for humanity right it will doubtless probably be our demise yeah that's the way this thing's probably going to go down yeah, at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. near future or far future, but yeah. I mean, you got you got a you got a serious problem because we have this thing that can destroy the habitat that we reside in. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's you, very I mean, fragile. And yeah. like you said in uh, the yeah. song, is uh, even if you were to survive, and then you look at what a post world would be, I, it's not even a place I'd want to be. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so what's yeah. the point? Yeah, exactly. Of uh, spent, uh, we met uh, during COVID. I've been uh, following and paying attention with uh, what you've been doing. Uh, the Alabama Astronaut Podcast is out, and yeah. uh, you got the Art Club. Uh, you just did 30A. I uh, had yeah. the show last night, splitting yeah. the bill with Red and the Revelers and yeah. uh, Psych Piece. Uh, man, what uh, what you got coming down the pipe? What you looking forward to? dude I've got shows essentially through July I'll be home I'll be home blessed that I'm on the road and, uh, I'm going to Europe and see I got New York City in April I got, is, that a, is that a first my first time to New York City yes I'm going there to play a show with uh, Tommy Stinson of the replacements in uh, in oh, April, cool. yeah, and uh, Tommy's actually a, a buddy of mine. We've we've played several shows in Florida uh, in the past, but this time I'm going up to his turf. So yeah, it's going to be cool. And uh, then in May, I've got a tour run. It's going to take me up through Chicago, and then in June, I'll be in London, and then in uh, July. I'll in Amsterdam, Rotterdam, uh, doing doing some stuff over there. So it's it's, it's gonna be busy, buddy. On the up and up. Yeah, man. Uh, like as far as big cities, I, I guess it. I guess in my mind, it just doesn't make sense. It's, but you know, Bob Dylan or whoever else they've done it. But it just, I guess, folk music. I'm just thinking like West Virginia and the South more than I would like big city and metropolitan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my, uh, yeah, that's kind of like my my roots. Uh, from my roots, you know, for 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 building my fan base has been primarily in, uh, of course, along the Gulf Coast uh, and Appalachia area, and uh, out out uh, in Texas a little bit. That's 
primarily where you know that kind of like my hotbeds of my tour activity you know that's kind of where i've spent most of my time and my the art club alabama master art club that's primarily where my uh my people reside but uh you know i'm putting out a new record in april and we're trying to i have a I have a great record label that's got behind me to put this record out called Baldwin County Public Records, and they're um, putting uh, putting some effort into promoting my music and trying to get me out to, uh, you know, get me out to some of the bigger towns and mm-hmm. new areas where I don't really go that often and try to build up the, the base outside of uh, my normal little hotbed, you know. Gotcha. What about a... Like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just crazy because it's been so long. I guess it, it kind of goes back to uh, John Hall's dad, like, since I guess someone has really kind of broke out of Mobile. Is that we got, I mean, we have somewhat, we're a hot better talent right now with the Red Clay Strays. Oh, uh, yeah. You're yeah. breaking out, Red and the Revelers are breaking out. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it seems like a really good time for Mobile. Yeah, man. There, we got, there's a lot of great musicians in this town. Uh, I mean, yeah, but you, you know, we all we all go on the road though. That's yeah. that's the secret to it. You know, you can you can play Mobile. You can get good in Mobile. You're not gonna make a living in Mobile, and you're not gonna rise to that national scene out of Mobile. I mean, maybe you could. May you know? I mean, staying in Mobile, mm-hmm. you have to get on the road. That's <clears throat> and I don't think it, that's just exclusive to Mobile. I don't really think you could probably get big in any city. Unless you're uh, moving. Unless you're like maybe in L.A. or New York or somewhere like that where I've never, you know, I, I don't really know anything about all that. So I'm kind of speaking out of turn really. But I don't think that anybody from a town of this size is going to just focus on playing that town and really, you know, get to a place where they're, a nationally recognized artist of some type, you know. It takes just constantly playing, you know. I mean, and and I say that, but that's like in the way that I pursue it, you know. That they tell me that you can also just go on TikTok and make some TikTok videos and become a sensation. It drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean, like you know, that's that's another way though. Like I'm not trying to say that that way is not valid, but. You know, go for it if that's your thing or if you're trying to become a viral sensation. I'm talking about playing like, like it's one thing I learned when talking about this. You know, people are, there's, I I had a very distinct understanding of what I wanted to do when I started. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a guitar and sing my songs that I wrote to people in environments where they could hear what I was saying and what I was playing Mm -hmm. and attempt to make a connection with another human over a song. That's what I wanted to do. Now, that being said, that is a very small part of music. There's other people that want to make you dance. There's people that want to be background noise. There's There's people that want to... Make you know make an environment where they can sell beer. There's there's all different kind of ways that you can pursue the music industry, 
or to pursue a career in music. The way that I've chosen to pursue is the way of the songwriter that shares songs that he wrote and listening audiences. And so that being what it is, I have to travel. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I have to travel. I have to go out. I have to win a crowd one, one person at a time. Win, win an audience one person at a time. And I've been doing that for seven years. And a lot of, I mean, the, 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 you know, the recent successes that I've had have been a result of doing that for seven years. Yeah. You know, just going out and, and meeting people. Like I met you because of music, mm-hmm. you know, we're buddies now. Well, I mean, I, they're, yeah, dude, thanks they're, Farrell. Shout out. Yeah. It yeah. was on hand the monster. Yeah. 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 And that was because of Ross Newell. Ross Newell told me about Unhand the Monster. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> and Farrell Gibbs approached me for Unhand the Monster, and it birthed this a beautiful relationship. So, you know, that's the way I've chosen to pursue my career. Is I, I'm, I build relationships with other people, other musicians, other artists, other creators, other storytellers, other documentarians, mm-hmm. other people like that. And in the process, I make a lot of fans and play a bunch of shows and... and uh, you know, it works like that. Yeah, and that's great. I mean, especially like since you came to Columbus and you had the show there, and like recently over a friend of mine's house in Columbus, and I'm just peeking down the hallway, and boom, I see a Abe Partridge, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, we're cool now. Yeah, yeah. One of us. One of <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's always cool, just seeing how that that art's getting out, and yeah, who's got it. Oh yeah! I mean, it's like me and Garrett were joking last night. Um, I think he had already known her, and he was just messing with her. But she had your uh, pop country proposers hat on, and he was like, uh-huh. "I was I was going to ask for your number just because you mess with Abe." Uh-huh. It's like that's how I knew that we would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Garrett, he's a good. <clears throat> what about with everything going on with Alabama astronaut and the uh, the coots of? That record, our city is so slap out, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's still we still have some. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we do still have some. We've sold a number of copies, and uh, a lot of we've had a lot of great, great feedback from uh, from the record. Yeah, but it's no, it's still it's still for still available, and we don't have any intentions of ever letting it go sold out. So yeah, we're not, we're not. Yeah, we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep that thing. I mean, as long as me and Farrell is alive, you're going to be able to get them that, them songs because uh, we wasn't trying to make a collector's item. We're trying to make uh, music that goes out and touches people. Well, I mean, as you start listening through the Alabama Astronaut podcast and you get to know uh, the coots and you hear his message of like what he cares about, I mean, you can't help yeah. but you want to get behind him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just wants to share his message. Right. It's a good message. All right, right. And so... Uh, what about, uh, and I know you're going to be busy touring, but uh, as you're making your way through the country, you're going to be stopping off to get some more interviews in and keep yeah, working with them? Absolutely, yeah. I'm still, I'm still actively a- attending. Uh, and I've still got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, the last one was um, a couple weeks before. I think the week before Christmas, uh, I, I was... Me and Kathy did a three-day, uh, three-day run up there, but uh, I haven't gone this year yet. But I, but I will. Uh, I try to go at least once a month. Yeah. 
uh, since uh, since the podcast release, has uh, have they been having more attendance from outsiders at the churches, or more people trying to get into it? There has been a there has been a huge amount of people that have talked to me about wanting to go. Uh, they have had a few, I think. Uh, that, you know, there's several different churches mentioned in the podcast, and and all of them, I believe, have had people that have come out. I don't know how many, yeah, but. Uh, I actually talked with uh, one of the preachers this morning. Uh, he called me, and we were talking, and he had somebody come uh, last Sunday, I think it was, and said that he had, you know, listened to the podcast and wanted to see the church. So. Yeah, I was just with people around Columbus or uh, when I was sharing it out with friends, and, you know, they would call and get feedback, and it's like, I know that wasn't specifically about the religion, but I have been... Um, those people have been so misconstrued my entire life, like the way yeah. I was perceiving them. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, I, I, and I think that's what the podcast was trying to accomplish. Yeah. Was yeah, let's, it, let's it shed was, some honest light on this. Yeah, yeah, and to show well, you know, what, I think what's important is that when people have something to say, you let them say it. You know, and you don't try to put your narrative on it mm-hmm. and so we we're making a podcast about my attempt to record their music but I think it definitely comes across in the podcast that we didn't want to um, we I, I, I made a I made a very sincere uh, attempt to understand what it is they believe and you know after a after about a year of doing it, I did come to understand it, you know. And uh, that's a really powerful message, you know. And, uh, I mean, whether you believe it, you know. Uh, I don't I don't think it's my, my uh, I don't think it's my duty to go in there and put my critique on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. And just let it be. And let it be, yeah. I mean, it... Uh, uh, what I'm concerned about was their songs, and in the meantime, you know, yeah, I want them to be able to tell their story without, without me saying, uh, or any, or allowing anybody else to come in there and 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 criticize or, you know, try to throw shade on them for the mm-hmm. way that they attempt to uh, to exercise their freedom of religion. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things going on in the world. I mean, with seems all at once since the pandemic. I don't know if that's just because people are. I guess they're just more involved in paying attention because they kind of saw the importance of it and they had more time to look. But Jesus seems like every day there's just something going on. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I try not. I just try not to. Uh, I just try to, you know, keep my keep my mind my mind on the on what I can mm-hmm. what I can uh, change and what I can can control and what I can create and because <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's Cause a it'll, lot it'll consume you and there and I've seen I've got friends close friends that consume that they're they they began to be concerned about all the affairs of the world and they just get consumed by it 
and it will drive you crazy because you can't control any yeah. of it. You know, you're totally just uh, you're a uh, observer of of, yeah. of chaos. Yeah, and you can't implement any change. You can't do anything about no, it. You can't do anything to make it right. <laughs> so, like, I know that there's a very chaotic and crazy world out there, but like. I know that if I focus on that, you won't get anything else I done. No, I won't. And and I can get and I can get in very dark place really fast. You know, because it's easy to go dark whenever there's so much darkness all around you. Yeah. You know, so you have to focus on. You have to focus on. You have to focus on the good that you can find, hopefully in yourself, mm-hmm. and hopefully in the change and the that you can create and be the light that you can be in this darkness because uh, if you just look at the darkness bro that's, that's a hopeless I'm trying to remember what that way it was put but if it said if you're looking into the void long enough I mean you'll get you'll become the void the void yeah. looks back at you mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. I mean it's even that way like some people get upset with you know sport fans like uh, yeah. growing up in Alabama it's Alabama or Auburn and yeah People get upset with you about which side you pull for. And yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's getting the national championship or who wins the Iron Bow or no. whatever else. Who, but who won the national championship in 1993? Couldn't tell you. Me neither, buddy. Yeah. I was alive in 1993. Don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah, I like people liking what they like. But, you know, whether it's being concerned with, like, the World <laughs> Affair or your favorite football team in the in the grand scheme of things, none of that's going to – you just got to – Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Keep your head down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, people, there a lot of people waste a whole lot of their lives on nothing. You know, nothing. I wanted to ask a little bit about uh, last night and just, I guess, really focus more on uh, this weekend. But, uh, man, last night really was like a reunion. Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, Daniel White came down, him, him and his wife. I mean, uh-huh. he pretty much, he was down for the art show, too, as well. Yes. And that's yeah. I, that's kind of the way that he was pitching it. It appeared it's like it's just a weekend with Abe Partridge. That's the way I designed it. Yeah. I wanted, uh, I mean, I wanted I wanted everything to coincide that weekend. That way, my my people like 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 Nanny White uh, yeah. and Joe Francis could could come down and be was, part of that. Yeah, it was 
Ray Clay Strays came out, of course. I mean, y'all had uh, John and Andrew with you. Yeah. But uh, it was good to see those guys. Good oh, to see yeah. Red and the Revelers. Um, Everybody, all of my favorite people uh, in, the, in, in the mobile music scene were essentially there last night. I mean, save a few, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, but most all of my people, my favorite people were there last night. Yeah, musicians. Yeah. That's what I was like, man, that's... So I was talking with Sid. I brought him over with me. We were we we stayed in Foley over the weekend, and uh, I was like, if I was to just look at everybody, I was like, I've had half the people in this room on porch talk. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, that was a musicians' night. All yeah, night. yeah, yeah. I'm, dude. You know, I'm fortunate. I'm just fortunate to have a whole lot of great, you know, great friends down here who all we 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 support each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Their success is my success, dude. I've always felt that way about Greg, about the Red Clay Strays, and, yeah, about Eric Erdman, about Laurie Ann Armour, about about everybody. Was Eric there last night? No, no, he wasn't there. But uh, you know, just the Mulligan Brothers when they were doing it. You know, Ross. It's I've all we. You know, I've always viewed viewed it as as is a rising tide rises all ships dude yeah and uh if one of us is doing good we can all do good that's right that's right you know mm-hmm. the there there is a thing that exists in in music where uh this this jealousy thing is so ugly and you can spot it a mile away but uh no man i'm i'm so proud of of all you know, of all those guys, man, they're mm-hmm. and gal and gals. They're just, I mean, we got some pretty amazing folks down here. Really do, and uh, they're doing some great things. I can't give Ross and Farrell a big enough shout out. Like when I started messing with Von Hand the Monster, because I mean, that was a because I, I had lived down here for six years and I was completely unaware of everyone. Yeah, and I mean, I was playing too. I just would never ran into each other. I'm like, that's crazy. How does this happen? Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> let's like the same thing back in Columbus, and something that we've been trying to cultivate is like Columbus has always kind of really ebbed and flowed when it came to like supporting the music scene. Uh huh. And so, like, what we're working really hard toward right now is like supporting each other. That's it. And getting the community like, yep. if if we can if we can get the inside right. Maybe we can get the outside to come Absolutely, in. dude. You got to have a base. It, it, yeah, it begins with a base of, of musicians and, and artists that are willing to collaborate and support one another. And it can grow from there. But if everybody's just fighting against each other and jealousy and uh, envy and strife and all that stuff, Good luck, bro. That's all I'm gonna mm. tell you. I'm gonna tell you this, dude. The music business, and it don't matter how how far. I mean, at least it, I, I, I'm not far up on the rung, buddy. But I'm further than I was when I started. And at every place, every every rung on that ladder that I've been on, the people that are kind, nice, appreciative, and don't treat other people like at like and don't don't be an asshole treat other people with dignity and respect it, it, it you know that pays you know mm-hmm. you reap what you sow man and when you you know when you're when you're supportive and uh you spend your when you just constantly trying to elevate others you in turn end up you're you also elevate yourself 
But when you're constantly trying to tear down other people, yeah, it's going to tear yourself down. So like a scene, that's where it has to begin mm-hmm. with, uh, with that kind of spirit. Yeah, I think about like uh, just Birmingham, and it's always good to see Red or you know you or the Strays coming up to play up there. And then first people on my mind is like Taylor Hollinsworth, Will Stewart, yeah, uh, Early James. <laughs> yeah, and like, if they ain't doing nothing, they're gonna be there too. Absolutely, those are my friends. Yeah, yeah those are my friends. Uh, yeah, I love those guys. Uh, you know, I look at them. I look at them like the same way I look at uh, a lot of the local folks around here. It's like, man. I'm pulling for them, you mm. know. I'm pulling for them all, hoping hoping they continue to make all the strides that they've been making. And it's wonderful to see. Mm-hmm. And they're so talented. Yeah. I mean, you. I, I mean, you look at Alabama and what Alabama's got to offer right now. Show me somewhere else. That's. I. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. You do hard pressed. Uh, yeah. I. I would. I would lie. You could take. You take some. You take ten right now. Just pick ten of the of of the bands out, out of Alabama right now that that are uh, making strides out in the world at large, and you line them up against ten from an, some other places. I, I bet you were. I bet you will give any place a run for their money. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, I could. I could list the names. I mean, hell, they've been nice enough to come on the show. Absolutely. You know, whether it's uh, Muscle Shows or Florence, Birmingham, Mobile. Yeah. Uh, that's that's three water and hose that is full of talent. Full of them, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, if I started naming them, I'd miss that. I, I wouldn't name them because I'd miss people. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be a because I, I, there, there's that many. Yeah. They're really powerful artists that are making strides out and out outside of their of their homes and going and taking it out to the world, and it's really it's really powerful and sad to see. I know uh, you've probably been asked a hundred times, but how did the, the Tyler Childers collab come up? Well, I play frequently uh, in the area that Tyler Childers is from. Uh, the region that he's from, mm-hmm. you know, that Eastern Kentucky area. And, uh, I pastored up there, of course. And I, I've always felt a, a connection to that area of the country. And, uh, I lived up there for years. Right. Well, when I started my music, I also started making inroads up there inadvertently. It wasn't by intention. It was just the kind of music that I make resonates with people like that. And I think it's partly because, you know, when I started, when I started playing, uh, music, it wasn't like I learned to play music in Appalachia when I lived there. Mm -hmm. I learned how to play from old timers that got together at Siderville music store in Powell, Tennessee on every Thursday night when I was, you know, when I was a 19-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I learned to play. I learned to pick banjo first before I learned to play guitar. And so my the way I play music is informed by... Where he's from. That, yes. And so when I, went, when I started going up to Appalachia, I think that my music resonated with those audiences more so than in other places because I had that shared uh, that shared origin of my of what I do stylistically from a mm-hmm. stylistic standpoint in my songwriting 
well, you know, I played, I've played, you know, we just got a number of shared friends. I've, I've, I've met all of the people in Tyler's band. I met, well, I painted a picture of Tyler Childers back in 2018 when he mm-hmm. was, whenever he got up on the Americana stage and to accepted the Americana Award for Americana Music Award of the Year or whatever. And he said, Americana ain't no part of nothing. <laughs> and I thought that was funny, and I painted him. Well, it got, I just put a picture of it on Facebook, you know, and Instagram. Well, it got shared to the Tyler Childers fan club. Well, Tyler Childers' manager saw it. Tyler Childers came to play Mobile, and I think it was 2019 maybe, or maybe 2018, I'm not certain. And his manager said, hey, man, uh, we would like to have that painting. And so I went down there, and, you know, I got backstage passes and got to go on the bus with Tyler and everything. So, you know, I wouldn't say we're like homies or nothing like that, but we're, you know, we've definitely shared some conversation you know and uh an admiration i mean you know he went on to the uh radio station here in mobile and i wish i had a recording of it but uh i don't i don't reckon it exists but he he did an interview in, in here in mobile at the w92 zoo and he was interviewing with uh mystic marge mm-hmm. and she said, hey, we heard that you've got one of our local artists, Abe Partridge's paintings of you. And he says, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, Abe Partridge's a good painter, but have you heard his songs? <laughs> and uh, and I was like, damn. Why didn't I? I needed that on tape. You know, <laughs> that's what I need to put in my promo, yeah. my press kit. You know, Tyler Childers, damn, have you heard his song? Yeah. Or whatever, you know. And, if, he, uh, if he approves, what does that say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know, it's not like he picks up the phone and calls me all the time or anything like that. Or, but I put out the podcast. Sorry, all good. I put out the podcast back in September, and I think in October, his manager uh, Ian called me, and uh, you know, he's Ian has some of my artwork as well. He's bought some artwork for me in the past, and. You know, I mean, I'll text him happy birthday and stuff like that. He's 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 another one of those guys. You know, I, I, we have a good relationship. Every time we see each other and we talk. But he said, hey, man, you know, Tyler wanted, just wants you to paint something for this. Uh, can, I take, can, I, can, can I take my hands to heaven record? And I was like, yeah. I was floored, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like Billboard Top Ten, not not country, like Top Ten records, like Beyond Beyonce's record, right? And and they were like, "Hey, you want to paint something for it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good move." Yeah, yeah, and so I was honored. I mean, I have. It's like I told you know I told Tyler the other I talked to Tyler the other day. He called you know, and I was like, "Dude, just thank you." And I have the utmost respect for all that you do and you know I mean I think that record he put out is freaking smoking dude and that way of the triune gods one of the best songs I've, I've heard come out in a long time mm-hmm. you know I so agree I was honored to be a part of it dude yeah yeah 
I'm going to go see him in April, actually. He's playing in New Orleans. I got I got backstage tickets. I'm gonna, nice. I'll go out there and hang with him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the reunion going. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, that is uh, – I know it's – we about need to be wrapping it up. Okay. Like three questions to walk it out of the door. All right. Uh, just to plug the Alabama Astronaut Art Club. Uh, is there any openings? Yes, I think we, I think there's about 12 openings right now. Yeah. It's been – it's it, you know, it kind of like – it boomed – topped out for a few months went down I think it got down into 70s a few times and I think we're hiding riding around 88 or something like that or 88 yeah so that would mean uh, yeah so there's 12 about 12 spots but yeah there's all yeah we got openings man we haven't we haven't been we haven't had to turn anybody away in, in, in about a year and a half so I gotta say, uh, it's it's a Facebook group as well, and I mean, I've I've met some people on the internet through that group that I became friends with, yeah. you know, in real life, and uh, it's, it's a cool place to be. So yeah, if you've got any interest in that? I would highly recommend. Thank it. Thank you. Alan. I've been in there from almost the get go. Yeah, buddy, you're one of the like first people, man. You've been in there the whole time. Yeah, there's there's probably about twenty five, thirty people that mm-hmm. joined month one and have and are still in dude and 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 you know i said it at my i said it at my art show on this past saturday those people were gave me the financial means to accomplish what i accomplished in creating alabama astronaut the podcast like without without that art club being in place, yeah, from people like you, like that's what paid my bills. While I I didn't get paid to go up there and do any of that stuff. Right. Like that was that was a year and a half of labor, and the closest church to right here, my house, is six hours away. So I put some miles down, buddy, and you know many nights on the road and that art club is what the art club I mean and, and, and that's another reason I'm glad we called the podcast Alabama Astronaut the podcast it's it's kind of like paying homage to the art club as mm. well because the art club made that possible alright so we had the uh, the release show last night for the site piece is that going to be readily available on uh, streamers now we're, we're going to put the record online on my, uh, today's Monday we missed the <laughs> yeah, we'll, have, we'll have the record up online to where you can go to abepartridge.com and buy the site piece album right on uh, record and then it should be up on streaming platforms within the next month or so all right, and uh, question two, well, I guess that was two, three, of what about of just social media plugs, get all that in, Is uh, where are you most active in uh, working people keep up with what you're doing? com or Facebook at Abe Partridge or Instagram at Abe Partridge. I, I, I maintain all those. Kathy is, my wife has been, running a little Twitter thing but it, it's hard to get traction on there I don't like Twitter and uh, I don't get on there and then uh, Kathy also made me one of them TikToks I don't know nothing about it I don't like <laughs> it but apparently I'm on there too but uh, if you want to hear from me directly uh, just 
contact me through my through my website. Right on. Yeah. All right, last question. Walking out of the door, you mentioned you got a, a, a new record coming out in April. Is that yeah. going to be Alabama Skies? It's going to be called Love in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Alabama Skies was just like a, an EP that we released back in November on vinyl only. And I've got it, a copy. It's a good record. Yeah, it's it's like a precursor to, to Love in the Dark. So... Uh, Love in the Dark is coming out in April. It's you know it's going to be my my second full length album, and uh, I plan on touring nationally and internationally behind it. All right, man. Well, Abe, it's always good to catch up and chat, man. Appreciate the hospitality. You too, brother. All right, we out of here.
on crying So it may appear that I ain't trying It's just hard to be an artist in this town So I'll cursed here to try I'll close my eyes and I'll sing to God Cause I knew you wouldn't listen Anyhow Oh yes I knew You wouldn't listen Anyhow Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.